Hello, this is Hope, and you're listening to Covert Castaway. Welcome to my weekly diary of what I learn and how I cope with transitioning to life as a liveaboard cruiser. So this is the super awesome podcast take two, because we got all the way through what I think was a really awesome podcast, and we lost it. So what I, happened? I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, I guess we don't have but here we are. a high bandwidth like at home. I don't know what's going on. So, so better record locally. Yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Don't upload to iCloud. Okay. So let's see. Last we left off, you guys were going to go do the shakedown cruise for a couple days. It's been a long time. So let's go all the way back to that. Yeah. What did you break on the boat? Um, we didn't break anything, which which is we shook good. it pretty good. We shook it really good. Um, yeah, we had a good set of different conditions and with uh, good waves coming sideways and kind of an angle forward. So definitely, we were, you know, bouncing Push, and the shaking the yeah. boat and. But after shaking it for a while, as we were trying to get to an island and and round this island, we decided... Um, okay, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough for the boat. That's enough for us. If something was going to break... It would have, yeah. Yeah, after whatever number of hours. Yeah, I mean, it, it was... Um, but when you got back, the water maker wasn't working right, and there were some other things, right? Well, we learned a few things, because uh, during, during that time, we turn on different systems that we cannot turn on at the dock, like the water maker. And so we're able to make some water. So we're like excited about that until we went into the anchor locker and realized that another tube, the second one, had been drilled through. It had a hole in it. Yeah. Gee, what do you know? Right in the middle. <laughs> second one. So the good thing is it was it was a small hole. It was in a location where if it leaks, it goes out to sea. Um, so no yeah. big deal. Um, that was repaired when we came back. Uh, but then there is the rinse um um, whatever phase period um, mode. Um, after you use the water weight maker, you basically take some fresh water and uh, and you push it through the membrane to remove like salt water. So that was not working properly. And um, they so came Seb came on the boat and took a couple days. I think Seb, there were a bunch yeah. of people on the boat, and I turned to you and I said, "Oh, is it fixed?" And you gave me like this really big smile, like it was sort of fixed, but I guess we won't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it works. Um, it, what's interesting is they basically replaced the one. There was one valve that was not functioning properly and, and and leaking a little bit. Some probably someone probably stepped on it. That's the most likely thing that happened. So that got changed. So that w- that's good. And every time the pump was basically um, going in safety mode and and it will go back from starting to go in rinse mode to to basically off but the alarm would go off no there was oh, no. that was later when there the was boat started filling up with water 
Yeah, that was a separate thing. <laughs> there was uh, there was no alarm. Um, so eventually, the solution was that they had to change or the reset the the pressure on the on the pump, um, and so for a split second, basically, you know. Okay, so it, that got resolved. Yeah, and so that was the solution to that, and hopefully, that's a long term fix. We'll find out. And I think, um, I mean, that was probably the... Oh, there was something. The water maker was not showing up on the smart cruiser. Yeah, so yeah there was a couple. So that was just a cable to rewire. And, and then uh, we found out we weren't showing up on AIS or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, during the night, uh, well, there was a couple things. There was, we had lights up the mast, the, mast, the tricolor was working. And then we had uh, colors also, uh, the lights at the deck level. So we had both at the same time. And you're is, not supposed to do that. No, there is no like. It's l- illegal, basically. Light configuration like this so so i think there was one boat that was confused he was looking in the dark at all lights and it's like what kind of boat is that because we were breaking the law <laughs> yeah and number yeah. two he couldn't see us on ai so he called me and we chit chatted and then i was like oh okay we we need to be seen yeah. on AIS. and so we thought initially that until you enter the MMSI number into the AIS, that's why they don't see you. And that's maybe true. Um, but to do that, we needed to get a company, Pochon, to come with a computer and enter yeah, the number. Yeah, so the MMSI drama has been well, like just this to finish, big... Just yeah. to finish on that. And then um, the suggestion of Loic is like, you say, oh, that would be great to have like a silent mode because um, he had... Steve on his boat had that and where you can see other boats on AIS but they cannot see you it's like stealth yeah so yeah. so if you go in areas that are not super safe then maybe you can yeah go in silent mode and then the panel was just was never put back and uh, we had left it that way and we didn't know there was a button on the other side so regardless of we will have had the MMSI number or not entered we were in silent mode by default so time. nobody yeah. could see it so so it's great. We had a button we didn't know. And now, stealth mode. Yeah, now okay. we can be Now seen. we know. Yeah. So the MMSI number drama was like a big ordeal. Um, I didn't know, and maybe I should have known, but I don't know. There's no how to live aboard a boat like um, booklet checklist to say, oh, get your MMSI number. But anyway, hmm. long story short, um, something I think that takes a few weeks in the U.S. takes a couple days in the BBIs. The But you have to, like, in order to register for the MMSI number, which is the number that you need to program into the system, right, for the, the EPIRB. AIS, na- the, and um, the VHF. Uh, yeah. The EPIRB. You have to buy the EPIRB with the number on it first before you register, but you can't register, but you can't buy the EPIRB until you register. There's some like weird you have an MMSI loophole. Yeah. yeah. So um, the people who sold us the EPIRB called, gave us the number. They understood this whole thing. But when we got the EPIRB, it was different than what we had registered with the BVI. So the whole cycle started all over again. It was super mm. frustrating, but got past that let's see what yeah. else what else has been going on uh we got the decals put on the boat which look really really awesome boat name boat name and, and the decals. The graphics yeah yeah so, and they worked really hard they, that was a two-day job to put the decals on well they 
did once. No, not two days, but well, they came. They did over two French days. French time, yeah. two days. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> they longer. Came, yeah, they yeah. came. It was maybe like two and a half days. Yeah. But anyway, they worked really hard to put them on. So that got done. What else? It, it's been like super hot and now it's cold. And yeah. it was really hot when we recorded the first podcast and we had the AC blasting, which you were complaining about getting. You didn't think it was necessary. And suddenly I come back from my co-working place where I was on Zoom calls for work and you've got that thing cranked up. That was because, awesome. Because I was not using it by myself. Oh, because yeah. Because right. you were coming back and I thought you Aww, would be uh, so happy sweet. to find a cooler boat. <laughs> but once I turned it on, I was like, oh, I should have turned it on earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I have enjoyed it. Was it was so it hot. It was so hot. It was, I don't know, 98 or something. Six, seven, Six or eight. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. And, but the, it was humid and. and uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, sticky. the sun is hitting the boat. Yeah. And, I mean, it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was hot. So then suddenly, um, we, I mean, so just to set the record straight, it has been so busy. And whoever tells you boats are a lot of work, like take whatever amount of work you think that is and like double or triple it, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, we're in a phase... And everybody says this is, like, the easy part. Well, I don't know if there is an easy part, but we're in a phase where the boat was fabricated with some options, came out of the factory, and there was a commissioning phase. A local company worked on some projects, and now we're kind of another phase. Fixing holes that got drilled somewhere along the way. Yeah, so it's like testing the boat and and fixing issues. But also little custom things. Doing additional custom projects, which when you look at them, you're like, oh yeah, that'll be nice. No one thing seems like it's a really big deal, you know. Yeah, you look at it, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you drill three holes here, you do this, this, and that, that looks easy. And then you look, you look at Loic doing it, and you're like, "Holy crap! This is like a lot of work." Well, the other and thing that happens works. though is is people come by and and want to chit chat, and you just like talk to them, and you sit there on the dock and you chit chat with them, and I'm like, "But we're talking Dude, about both stuff." I know, but like <laughs> learning a few things. I know, along but you the way, like the thing is, is there's only a couple hours in the morning that they come, and then they leave for two hours for lunch, and then they show up for a couple hours in the afternoon, and then they stop and have like a pair of tea for whatever <laughs> and then they go to have dinner like there's not that much time to work and you're like do to do let's talk about whatever <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's, it's good paid information. off yeah it's paid off people are have been really nice and helpful yeah. around here for sure it's just something to adjust to for me to adjust to i think you're having a ball being nice to people i know and And people don't want to stop talking to you because you're so nice (laughs) it's a vicious circle but we are like right there i know we're right here and then people keep asking questions like oh so what kind of compressor did you get and then they come and want to see it and we had a compressor on the dock for like a hot minute yeah with a in the box like with the lid open and somehow like everybody, everybody knows, knows what we compressor, have a- <laughs> what brand, what model we have. And they come to the boat like three days later and say, oh, oh. I see you have a, like a, this compressor. And how do you know that? It's like that day either like everybody was walking by. Yeah. Or, I don't know. We got to leave though. Like this is getting ridiculous. And what happened? The, what, what else happened? Oh, we went to the um, dive shop mm-hmm. and decided we needed dive stuff yeah so next thing you know the guy who was super nice 
Philippe. Philippe. Yeah. Super nice guy. Um, who liked to chit chat. Very nice. Um, About diving. I know he was taught. He was giving us all kinds of tips. Um, dropped off tanks and wetsuits and all the gears. Yeah, all Lots the gear, gears. all the stuff, weights. The, the only good thing a that makes me feel good is just like we get twenty percent. Because well, no, but the, the more you buy, the more it. you say. <laughs> yeah, we it's need one to, way to look at it. It's, it's like, really bad though because we go into big ship. We've got like a line credit or whatever. We go in there and I'll go. Okay, I need a. What I asked for the other day. Oh, I need a a longer hose for the gas uh, tank, whatever for the dinghy. Mm-hmm. And they hand me the hose, and I'm like, I don't know. This looks like a really high end hose. I don't know if we need this nice. Of a- oh no, no, you need it. You need it. I have no idea how much the hose costs, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get the bill. It's gonna be nuts. But the good thing is, yeah. well, I don't know. At least it feels good because we don't pay VAT because when we go into those we'll be shops, export. yeah, we buy enough stuff. It's worth fighting paperwork and to not pay the VAT, which is surprising because I thought everything that goes on the boat that is that equips the boat is like well just you know, for the record we're not trying to tax evade anybody no, we're just no. exporting the boat yeah exporting yeah. and then and then apparently and i checked with the local custom guy so okay the compressor gets attached to the boat and it's like okay the boat is for export so that makes sense but then you buy like a wetsuit and a tank. tanks yeah and, and well the tanks like, attached to the boat it's yeah kind of you buy a mask you're like okay that's for you well, we're really only going to use the stuff on the boat anyway right? true true no 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 i'm well, just saying until we go I in thought, the water so that was a nice surprise to yeah. say like oh no no everything you buy well, anyway, for diving maybe we should stop talking about that like right. on a podcast i don't know i don't it's all it's all you, legal are you afraid like you're doing something wrong no it's like this is the the nature of covert castaway don't you know no it's nothing <laughs> illegal it's it's you you because it's a boat for export no, I know. and then you know we don't have to pay that we've paid that on many oh other we've things paid a we, lot of yeah, that yeah. and you know we bought the world's most expensive uh, lightning diffuser i'm glad i don't see it right now put it in a box you put it away ridiculous somewhere. we paid rush fees we paid exchange Exchange rate. We paid some crazy customs amount, um, which we shouldn't have paid. I mean, we paid out the rears. That that thing just might as well be lined with gold, as far as I'm concerned. Because well, so let's explain. Um, so for insurance purposes, we need to have some kind of device to protect, to minimize the risk that we get hit by lightning and get you know. Well, it makes our deductible not completely ridiculous. Well, otherwise they double it. So yeah. so there is no such system in France and we found a company in Turkey and and we gave them the boat information and I said that's the one you need and we were kind of in a rush and didn't look at the Well details. they distribute out of Turkey. Yeah. They're a US company though. It, are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, we gave them the boat information, didn't look at all about the size, the weight, trust trusted them because we we're so busy with other things. Well, I knew how big it was because I, I had researched it like months before, and that but was. But they were smaller you, models. Like, I don't know. This one is like huge, massive, it's ridiculous. And I didn't. Well, know. maybe it won't look so big once it's on the top. It's not going on the top. Okay, <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> Let's see what else we had. Your parents here. We had your sister here for a second mm-hmm. time, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they and got friends from engineering school, 
So, yeah, you had a couple sets of friends come out. Yeah. And we took them out on the water, so that was really nice. Yeah, that was nice. And then it was a mad rush because we were going to leave yesterday mm, to um, yeah. to go kind of start to our way into the med. And we were just super rushed. Um, there were some things to do up the mast. There were other projects. The I weather window was fixed the compressor to the boat. It doesn't fly away. Yeah. So there was stuff to do. And I, I was feeling really rushed and overwhelmed, too, which I don't think is a good way to start a trip. Um, well, the, yeah, there were projects started and not finished. And the boat was a mess. And by the end of Friday, we sat down and, yeah. and we basically said, okay it's best to postpone. Mm-hmm. So now we have a new start date, which is, I haven't checked Wednesday. the weather window, but um, the last time we checked, Tuesday check. night, Wednesday morning will be the weather window. Yeah, so we'll make our way. It'll take about a week to get to Gibraltar. We might have to stop to do the 50-hour Volvo engine service, service which is yeah. so weird. They make you stop wherever you are. Stop! Do the engine service. Yeah. So we have once we reach fifty <laughs> so we hours, so we have to manage that um, with uh, with on, on the way. Yeah, we find so it. So we'll stop in uh, Spain or Portugal, and uh, then Gibraltar, and then we're headed to Sardinia, which was also a change because we were going to go to Sicily. Yeah, I mean we might go all the way to Sicily. Yeah, Depends on the weather conditions and and uh, and what but, breaks. <laughs> But if we want to save time, if we lose time on the way, then one way to save time will be instead we'll stop in Sardinia and um, and then we'll settle down for a few days, mm-hmm. fix whatever needs to be fixed, finish some projects we can go, we can do uh, with the equipment that we have on board. And, and then we can, as we need to, we can move along to Sicily and go mm-hmm. up to Montenegro, Montenegro and Croatia. Croatia. And Turkey kind of turned out to be not a good idea. Yeah, on. the consensus is this year is not a good time with due to geopolitical situation. And uh, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get into Greece at least or something. Yeah, we'll see. So yeah. let's, let's get to Sardinia or Sicily first. It's really hard. I got to tell you, it's really hard to take you seriously. You have Sika like on your nose and on your lip. Yeah. <laughs> like so Sika, for people who don't know, it's... You use it for to <laughs> seal stuff, seal and glue, <laughs> and I was putting what the uh, I don't know how do you call it in English, but now I know the French words and martyr in French, just to protect when you attach the boat to the dock and then you have like a um, stainless steel, you know, not plate but whatever. yeah, it's like a plate to protect your boat from yeah. the lines. Yeah. So I was doing that. So yeah, um, my hands I cleaned them, but uh, mm-hmm. might have stuff on my face. <laughs> so let's see. The last thing I think is that we were going to christen the boat, and mm-hmm. um, you can't do it on a Thursday. We were going to leave on Friday, uh, Saturday, yeah. so you can't do it on a Thursday because that's Thor's day, mm-hmm. and Thor is like the god of thunder and lightning. So that's bad luck. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it on Friday because of a bunch of different reasons. One of them being that. Jesus was crucified or whatever on Friday, yeah, so that's then, kind of a thing. And then and sailors, or I mean, they are typically like um, superstitious, superstitious, and then they tend to not leave on Fridays as well. Yeah. So we and you can't have bananas on board, and you can't have women on board, so you're toast anyway. So yeah, <laughs> but but we learned you can cross your wake seven times, and then it removes that 
curse or whatever. But the whole point of christening your boat is to have good luck. So, like, why would you or do maybe it? Not and then, to have bad luck. Who knows? Who knows? So, so anyway, anyway, we can do both. We can wait now. And we don't have to christen it as we initially planned on Friday, so we'll so we'll, we'll do it on the, Tuesday night or yeah, maybe Wednesday Tuesday. morning. Yeah, so that'll be fun. We'll yeah. do that. Yeah, with Loic, and and then we'll uh, yeah we'll refine tomorrow. Uh, what's our departure time? Yeah. So I just have to again reiterate, um, apologize for not getting a a podcast out we were late anyway and then when we did the podcast which was awesome it deleted and so now we're kind of on a regular schedule but um it has been so much work like we've been going morning to night it seems like running around and doing projects i did my first sell right project Mm -hmm. today which which was a really good starter project to get the battens in a sleeve Mm -hmm. um, which was cool um, but it's just been nonstop. Yeah, we're just for people. Yeah. We're taking spare buttons um, on board, so we just want to protect them from the UV uh, UV lights and yeah. And uh, so yeah, for now we'll have this little cover for them. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So what lessons do you have to reflect on, or things that you've learned in the last couple of weeks you want to share? Yeah, I mean, if we leave Wednesday, we will have basically been here in our shell for five full weeks, and and like you said, it's been. I mean, granted, we've chosen to do a lot of custom projects. The projects are ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Our thought was let's do it while we have time and while we still have money because. <laughs> Yeah, and while, and while we speak the language, yeah, and, and then, it's uh, in La Rochelle, you can get anything done basically, um, as long as people show up and as long as it's not August. Yeah, yeah, as long as you give them time and as long as you follow up and as and espressos as, and yeah, you'll be aperitif. nice, you chit chat, <laughs> it pays off. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been five weeks and uh, it's been five full weeks. Um, I mean, definitely, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm exhausted when my head hits the pillow it's funny because as we're talking today um it's been over a month since i had to quit my job but this has been another job that has been long hours monday to sunday so you're working harder now than i've ever seen you work that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) different kind of work but yeah uh, i must say yeah it's been it's been busy so i'm looking forward to um relaxing well i think it's like anything else you have to kind of set boundaries you have to say okay on these days we're going to work on those days we're going so much relaxing i'm looking forward to set a destination yeah that's enjoying where we're going yeah yeah, that's that's really you know you're here for the commissioning we're here like i mean if well and la rochelle's nice you know it's just that we're not looking at it that way like when your sister came we went to the beach one day and we both fell asleep (laughs) because we were so tired on the beach but it's a beautiful town i mean people come here to visit it's just we're not doing that it's good thing we came two years ago and we had a chance to to visit a little bit this time yeah it's been it's been on the boat yeah and the whole time so uh, you know i'm looking forward to because our plan is it has multiple goals but one of them is to set destinations and right. go to new places so i'm kind of excited to uh, set sail on wednesday and and then yeah to different so countries. so um yeah so that makes me think we're going on our maiden voyage right so mm-hmm. we won't be able to talk about anything and upload anything really until we get 
somewhere. I mean, maybe we can do some quickies or whatever. But so what are you reflecting on before we set out? <laughs> the last projects to finish <laughs> <laughs> before we leave. Because um, I'm thinking about the Bay of Biscay. That's no, what I'm thinking about. No, I'm not thinking about the the Bay of Biscay. Or, and no, if you're I'm, listening, don't Google it because it'll maybe scare you. I don't know. It scared me when I go- looked at all the videos. It, it shows. It's where like the the big cargo stuff during the winter, and it's summer. We can choose a window. We can move. We have sails. <laughs> we have yeah. two engines, so we can we can. We I don't know. Fine. One guy in the Facebook group said said it was terrifying. Um, so. That's when you Brown kept finished there, like north. Yeah, but that's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, there's so what's Bia the Bisque. point? Once you cross it, then there is the the coast of Spain in the angle. So we'll hit some wind. We know that. So we have to. Um, uh, well, we have to make sure it's favorable, <laughs> going be kind of pushing us, and um, and then just be ready because we have those I guess big cliffs and and so um, we'll have to uh, get plenty of room. Yeah. No, not plenty of room. Just just it it just comes suddenly. So we'll oh, just the wind. need to yeah. yeah the wind. So um, so we'll just have to uh, put less sail and just be safe. And no, that's that's all fine. It's more what type of issues are going to happen on the boat as we go as we sail you know all the way so if there are things that we can troubleshoot and fix um as we go which good thing to have someone like loic who knows the boat oh for sure in and out because then he can even like there's even today we were talking about when we were docking you know um there's stuff we're just not used to because we've never really been we've been we've chartered boats like this but we've never had to come into a a marina and dock and you know the judging distance like from the helm is a new thing or these new sounds are a new thing like you don't know if is that a bad sound is that a normal sound you know that the Mm. boat makes i mean it's it's just definitely harder because it's like the alarm went off the other day and you're like is that a fire (laughs) and it was like a bilge (laughs) we had a leak (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't i don't think there's a fire (laughs) why not we have fire um, alarms you know you hear it sounds like a fire sometimes and then you're like where is that coming from you know (laughs) but we don't even know what these things sound like you know yeah and then then you have the manuals we've we have organized i know but if something's beeping you're not like let me check the manual i know that's why to the point i say it's great to be living with someone like loic because then, he knows the then he's the manual yeah <laughs> yeah he's to, super knowledgeable yeah i definitely would say you know that if someone does this and gets a boat definitely to have i mean even we had the skipper uh who came for a couple days just through our broker to kind of teach us stuff but it's more helpful to have someone, I think, like Louis, who who is more technical. Yeah, well, you know. he's all rounded. Like, right. He knows the how to sail the boat. He knows how to fix how the, the boat, boat functions. He knows how, how functions, to troubleshoot, where things repair. are. Yeah. So he's he's the jack of all yeah. trades. So he's found a little niche. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's gonna be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Any last words of wisdom before the? The voyage. Looking for like warmer I know it's kind right of now. it's kind of um, cold. <laughs> so now. let's go south. Yeah, and let's hope. Uh, yeah, let's hope the the COVID rules don't change too much as yeah. we uh, get into the med. Yeah. 
Okay, everybody, wish us with fair winds and cross your fingers and toes and everything else. A lot of sailings about luck, I guess, when it comes to the weather. No luck. <laughs> no luck. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Fair winds for now.